0: Protect your online privacy today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show.
1: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
0: Happy Thanksgiving and thanks for tuning in to the Dan Bongino Show today. We really appreciate it. This is a special edition of the podcast. I'm calling the midterms wrap up where we've compiled my best segments about the good, the bad, and the very ugly of the 2022 elections. If you're feeling down after the results, don't sweat it. I think listening to this episode will change your perspective. I also address where we go from here, how we're going to keep working to fix the country. But first, let me get to my first sponsor. Folks, my next sponsor is a personal one, Relief Band. I use Relief Band to get through chemotherapy to knock out my nausea. It was pretty severe, and Relief Band helped me right away. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. Whether you need everyday relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says. Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. I can tell you firsthand, as I said, Relief Band actually works and it works fast. As the holiday season quickly approaches, there's never been a better time to give the gift of relief and make sure your loved ones are nausea free. Right now, Relief Band is running their biggest sale of the year. If you head to reliefband.com or amazon.com slash reliefband, you'll receive 25% off all orders. You don't even need a promo code. Don't miss out on this deal. That's reliefband.com or amazon.com slash reliefband and receive 25% off all orders through 1130. That's reliefband.com or amazon.com slash reliefband.
1: Thankful for the right to be able to give our opinions. Happy Thanksgiving from the Dan Bongino Show.
0: This is really, man, I gotta tell you. This is one of the toughest shows. In the it is, because it's, you know, I could, I, I don't know, I guess I could be a BS artist and a clown and tell you what you want to hear. Oh, it sucked, man. Would everybody jump off a bridge. So terrible. Uh. I really I, I don't know what it is. I've never seen anything like it, you know. I I guess I could do that so bad. Country's over. I'm giving up. I'm done. I'm not I, I'm not doing it, man. I'm sorry. It's the weirdest freaking thing. I get all these complaints about how the show is so dark when I tell you about the problems the country's having. Even though I'm always telling you how I'm long in the United States. Now I'm getting the exact opposite. Guy just sent me a message Man, you're desperately putting a positive spin on it. Did I say that? Did I, did I say this was, uh, did you? are you even listening to my show? Bro, I'm sorry, man. I know I do want to insult you, but you're not listening to the right show. I, I just, I, I write down what I say because I prepare the show. I just told you it was a mixed bag. We won the House. The Senate was no good, but we won school board races, did really well in North Carolina and Florida, did semi-well in Nevada, where at least we took back the governorship. We may uh, hold the governorship of Arizona. I'm sorry, someone corrected me, too. You're right. I said flip. Arizona's not, of course, Doug Ducey. He's a governor. That's a Republican now, so thank you for that. But still, we may hold that. I, no, it was not a banner day. The facts speak for themselves. And there's a lot to fix. And there's a lot to learn from. And I'm going to get to that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand, and maybe I'm doing a really terrible job at today, which is fine. Uh, I'm glad to get criticism on that front because it makes the show and me better. I'm, I'm just one of you all, folks. I'm just an activist who really, really loves the country a lot. Like, I really love this place. It means the world to me. I was sitting in church this weekend, and I was listening to Father Marty, one of my favorites. And he was given a homily about this. And here, if you're watching on Fox Nation, this is my actual phone. That's my thumb. I took a screenshot of the gospel this weekend. Now, keep in mind, this was not, the gospel readings this weekend are planned out way in advance, okay? They have nothing to do with elections at all. But I want you to listen to this for a minute. All of those folks ready to give up who think the apocalypse is near. He said this, he said, while some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, these days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, teacher, when will this happen? He's talking about, obviously, the apocalypse here. And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? Jesus answered, see that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am he and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. He said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be powerful earthquakes, famines and plagues from place to place and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. But before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. Listen, listen, please listen. Whether you're a Christian or not, before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governments because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist and refute. Listen to this part. You'll be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. And they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. That was the gospel this weekend. By the way, planned years and years in advance when they do these readings. That was the gospel this weekend. Listen to this. You will be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. You know, in the gospel, Father Marty reminded me this weekend in the homily. Well, everyone, not just me. That you know the phrase that appears most often in the Bible: "Be not afraid." I get it. Some of you, are oh, you don't need to be getting all religious on us. Why not? Why? Why not? This is it? You think this is it? Your whole life was a midterm election where we won the House, lost the and now it's over for you? Your life has no meaning? No. No, it doesn't. That's not this audience. It's not. That's not you. It's not, folks. That's not the people I listen to on Facebook and on True Social and on Twitter. That's not. That's not. We did not have a great day. There's no positive spin to put on it. But I'm telling you, as a friend, as someone who deeply cares about you in this country, this was not the apocalypse they want you to believe. Be not afraid. They want you to believe that because they want you to give up. They want you to say, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with the fight. You know what? We may lose Georgia too. I'm not giving up then either. I'm not. If you want to give up, you're on your own. I'm not doing it. Then I'm not going to join in the chorus who say, "Oh, just let it all go away." And when it, when it, when the thing is totally a nuclear bomb will go off and then we'll say, "Oh yeah, really? You want to go Denzel Washington, Book of Eli style? Are you sure about that? You want to? Yeah, I, I encourage you all tonight. If you really for the for the crowd out there that's eager to be more depressed after a not so great election. If you really want to get depressed, go watch The Road with Viggo Mortensen about what the end of the world, it is the most candid, frank assessment of what the end of the world would look like without the hysteria, because they don't even get to all the stuff like how it happened. All you know is like something happened. They don't tell you what it is. Was it a volcano, a nuclear, but they don't tell you. And that's the best part of the movie because you don't get lost in like, you, know, you know, what Roland Emmerich, like end of the world stuff with. You know, uh, yeah, with the uh, tectonic plates collapsing and limos jumping across them. It's not about that at all. There's no special effects in the movie, I think, at all. It's this guy and his kid. It's based on a fantastic Cormac McCarthy novel, and the end of the world is here. And there's just patches of people alive that basically hunt each other down and are absolute mercenaries and do whatever they want to do. But man, it's real. And it's raw. You want to get depressed? If that's what makes you happy, go watch that. You want that? Because I'm not. I'm not willing to go. I'm not willing to go there. I'm not giving up on the plate. I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry, man. I'm not giving up on the place. You know what's really telling? This goes to show you sometimes the difference between us and them. And believe me, there is an us and them. I'm talking about us and the libs. When they got their asses kicked in the third consecutive presidential election. Reagan, Reagan, Bush. Do you remember what happened? You think they gave up and walked away? Oh, three consecutive elections they lost. Tax cuts were passed. Reagan crushed communism in the Soviet Union. They were down in the dump. Communism, they love communism. The New York Times had defended it for 50 years. They were like, damn, communism. They were cussing in the newsroom. They were pissed. And then to have communism defeated by the most conservative president we had up to then, Ronald Reagan. You want to talk about a kick in the Johnson? That was it. Did they give up? Hell no, they didn't give up. They Go look it up. Do you think I'm messing with you? They formed the Democrat Leadership Council, the DLC, to figure out where they were going wrong. They decided to move back more towards a more centrist position on a lot of their insanity that's where bill clinton's safe legal and rare in the era big government is over came from and they got a two-term democratic president because they didn't give up why are we giving up we just won the house yeah but damn we didn't win it by but we won that's not positive spin even politico is acknowledging this morning that there's very few paths left for the democrats to keep the house so you're upset that we didn't win by enough fair fair totally fair point stipulated but we won why are we giving up you just won the game you know tcu would oh this may be sensitive jim may jump through the skype screen this i'm again. now we're now we're messing around a little too much jim and mike bow this may be sensitive but i'm going here anyway jim may quit if this TCU probably could have won by a bigger margin against Texas if they really wanted to move up their rankings this weekend. But they won. They beat the Longhorns. It's a huge win. And they won the game. I saw a whole bunch of rankings What UPI. I eh, They could have won by more. They, okay, they won. They won. I get it. You could have did what the, what the Knowles did to Syracuse. They wiped out Syracuse. Big win. Very impressive. Jumped up to, I think, number 20 in some of the rankings. Okay, but they won. But they won. You go in the locker room if you're supposed to win by 14 and you win by three. You celebrate your win and then the next day you go to practice like Allen Iverson practice and you say, why didn't we win by 21 like we were supposed to? But you won. Now listen, I haven't been with you long, all right? I've only been on the radio with you a year and a half. Some of you may not trust me. It's okay. It's okay. A lot of you here from day one who listen to my podcast, you and I are good. But fair enough, some of the newer listeners, I'm on some stations we just picked up and clusters around the country in the last three, four months. We maybe still be getting to know each other. We're still courting. It's a first date. It's okay. You're not supposed to trust me right away. Trust but verify. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool with that, and I'm glad you're here, and I'm hoping maybe in a year you will trust me. But pretty much everybody trusts Levin. They don't call him the great one for nothing. He's a conservative. He's a Reagan conservative, no doubt about it. But Mark Levin's been on the radio a really long time. He's pretty much a godfather of the conservative movement. Mark, like me, is, can also be curmudgeon at times. We, can be, we will go after stuff and hack Republicans when we want to because that's what we do. So if you don't believe me, which is fair enough, you'll probably believe Levin, right? Here's Levin saying the exact same thing. On his, he's got a great show, Sunday Night Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox at 8 o'clock. You should check it out. Here's Mark Levin saying the exact same thing I'm telling you that, okay, it wasn't the greatest night, but this is no victory dance for the Democrats either. Take a listen. But it's very likely the Republicans will, in fact,
2: take the House by a much smaller number. They'll appoint the speaker. They'll control the committees. Look, in the lead up to the election, pollsters, consultants, Republican operatives in D.C., commentators, we're talking about a red wave as if it had already occurred. Whatever they based it on was flawed and inaccurate. I said over and over again, ignore them, because they're always flawed and inaccurate. All right, so what do we conclude? The Democrats and the media are celebrating. What are they celebrating? The red wave, it never happened. It wasn't going to happen. Not in the Senate, for sure. But they're deluding themselves. The Democrats made no progress in the Senate, and they desperately needed to make progress this election cycle. At best, they'll get one seat, when the math was 100% with them, 100% with them. And in 2024, they're in a horrendous situation when two-thirds of the Senate seats that are up are Democrat seats. And they're celebrating that they only lost the House by a relative few votes,
0: but they lost the House. Folks, they don't call the guy the great one for nothing. They don't call him the good one. You think he's making that up? Like, you know, Marx, like me. We're not spring chickens anymore. we're not in our 20s. What do you think? He needs the money? Like he's just on the radio BSing people because he needs to cash a check. The guy's been doing this, you know, uh, as long as I've been an adult with a responsible job. You think he's lying to you? The guy's like the godfather of the moon. He wrote books that have redefined what conservatism is. You think he's on his TV show like burning his credibility to tell you something that's not true for what? Mark Levin hates hack Republican swampies as much as I do. And we're both telling you the same thing that we got set up and we fell for it. Red wave, red wave. And then when it wasn't the red wave, everybody freaked out. It was a total setup. It was a total setup. And if you go back and listen to my podcast, I'm daring you to do it. The mon- last Monday, the day before the election, if you listened to the radio show when you were here, you know it. You sensed the hesitancy in me. Go listen. It's there right now. I can't make it up. I had a feeling we were being set up. Go back and listen, please. And sadly, I was right. I had a feeling it was going to be tighter than we thought. That the abortion issue was going to motivate a lot of people. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going we got to pay for the show, folks. We have great sponsors who want to be here. Um, But this is one of those shows I could talk for three straight hours without a break. No problem. That doesn't happen often. Today, this one of them. All right, on the other side of the break. Remind me, audience, uh, please, if I forget, send me a Facebook message. I still got to address Rush and abortion, what happened with that. I have it lined out, but I'm going a little bit out of order. We'll be right back. Bungino. Magic Spoon, this is an actual Magic Spoon box from my house, torn open because my kids love the blueberry. I love this. Not a prop. This is a real box, and I can't give you another box because my kids won't let it go because they want to eat it. It's cereal, and it's cereal that's good for you. Cereal doesn't have to suck. It just needs a little magic. It's time to try Magic Spoon cereal. The cereal that tastes good. It's good for you. Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste amazing and to be good for you. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, over 13 grams of protein, and less than five net grams of carbs. It's low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and has only 140 calories a serving. With Magic Spoon, you can build your own custom bundle of cereal with flavors like cocoa, fruity, listen to these, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut, cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O to grab a custom bundle this delicious cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino to save $5 $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. The cereal is absolutely delicious. Send me your feedback. You'll love it. So everything's starting to become clear now. Everything. There's a lot of panic over the weekend, a lot of freaking out. I've had a long weekend to kind of digest everything. Take it all in and try to find, you know, the right honest, candid tone with the audience about what happened in these midterm elections. And I wanna say a couple of things up front. Number one, I, I think we got played. No, I do, I think we got played, a lot of us. I think we got played, we got set up by the media. I think the media had a decent idea that this thing may not be the apocalypse they thought it was was gonna be, and I think we got played. I think we got played by the democrats as well remember that chuck schumer hot mic moment hot mic folks you remember what i'm talking about jim can you find that for some time during the show today you don't have to do it now it's not a big deal i didn't i should have told you in advance so chuck schumer is uh meets with biden at a tarmac and he clearly knows the press is there listen folks i've done these visits a thousand times okay the press stays what they call under the wing on air force one but they have boom mics and stuff and they sit there and they wait for the president to come out from air force one the press comes out of the back of the plane first with the secret service and they set up the president actually leaves the plane last when you see the president come out of air force one and wave everybody else is already there there is absolutely zero chance that chuck schumer a skilled albeit wrong but a skilled politician and joe biden who's been uh, in and around dc politics since 1742 There is zero chance whatsoever that Joe Biden came off that plane to talk to Chuck Schumer and that Chuck Schumer didn't realize that the press was going to be listening in with a boom mic. So Chuck Schumer says, oh, you got it already? Wow, that was quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's what Chuck Schumer said said to Joe Biden. And they all pretended to media. Oh, yeah, this was a hot mic moment caught on tape. Here, check this out.
2: Yes. That (laughs) see.
0: you can't really hear much the gist of it is we're him telling biden eh, we're in danger and all of a sudden it was like oh my gosh look the democrats are going to lose red wave it's going to be an apocalypse folks it's going to be so bad now the weirdest thing has happened because the conversation after Kansas, when the Kansas abortion referendum down and the pro, went down and the pro-life community lost, the, the median Democrat narrative after that was that this is going to be actually a pretty decent election for Democrats because Roe v. Wave went down and, and, and Democrat voters were highly energized. And folks, you don't have to take my word for it. You can literally go back in this thing called the Internet and you can look at the headlines yourself where after Kansas, they were like, oh, maybe this isn't gonna be so bad. The Democrats might do well. Now, because I figured at the end, they knew they were probably gonna lose the House and they were iffy on the Senate, they wanted to set the Republicans up to tell a story, not this story. The story would have been Democrats lose the House, Democrats hold on in the Senate, Democrats uh, lost the North Carolina uh, uh, State uh, Supreme Court, They got wiped out in Florida. Republicans made gains with Hispanic voters and black voters. You know, you would have thought, given all the headwinds that the Republican Party was dealing with this cycle, uh, Roe v. Wade getting overturned, which was a headwind politically. It was a huge success for us defenders of life, and we should never, ever run away from that. Let me just be crystal clear on that. But having said that, obviously, the Democrat Party has done a good job messaging death in the womb as some kind of sacrament. We had a horrible Senate map, a sycophantic ass-kissing media going on, the horrible Senate map, by the way, one of the worst I've seen in a long time for the Republican Party. We were defending a whole bunch of seats seats in swing states, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, and elsewhere, defending a Florida seat, too. We're dealing with uh, the fallout from Roe v. Wade with the Democrat pro-death crowd Uh, ginned up all of the young folks out there. We're dealing with this new social media TikTok generation and a massive amount of censorship. We're dealing with email platforms like Google that the Republican Party alleges is censoring their emails. And ultimately, we come out of it with the House, with probably a push in the Senate, a lot of success in school board races, the Virginia governorship in the mid-midterms, the Nevada governorship we just flipped, potentially the Arizona governorship, The state Supreme Court, North Carolina, huge wins in Florida with the Hispanic community. Florida and Ohio now taken off the map as swing states in the foreseeable future. And yet, because the media and the Democrats set up this narrative that, candidly, folks, a lot of us fell into. It's easy to blame them. And yeah, they're always going to do this kind of stuff, but we didn't have to fall into it. And a lot of us did. And all of a sudden, this election's over, and I'm hearing this apocalyptic talk uh, kind of just parroting the media narrative that this was some kind of cataclysmic election for the Republicans. And I'm sitting here this weekend and folks, this is the weirdest thing because I get all these complaints sometimes from people about my show. Dan, you're such a pessimist. Gosh, sometimes the show is depressed, which is the weirdest thing. Like I'm long on the United States in the short run. I I can be a little bit pessimistic, but I got to be doing something right. If I'm like universally offending everyone, because now I'm hearing from people, the opposite complaint. I, I kid you not. Now I'm getting this Facebook message from folks saying, Dan, you're way too optimistic about the election. Stop spinning. Stop spinning what? I don't understand what I'm spinning. Do the facts even matter? We are likely going to win the House, not by a huge margin, but we're going to do it. That's a big deal. It shuts the Biden agenda right down. The Senate did not work out our way. No doubt about it. But again, we, if you factor in what happened in the uh, the, the pre-midterms, Virginia and New Jersey, we almost took out the New Jersey governor. We won the Virginia governorship. We flipped Nevada. There's a good chance we'll flip Arizona too. Lake's race hasn't been called yet. School board wins all over the country, including throughout Florida. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just confused why I should be ready to jump off a cliff. Listen, things didn't turn out great on the Senate side, folks. They didn't. It's just the facts, the facts matter. But this election was a mixed bag. And any Democrat tweeting to you or your friends with them or whatever, telling you this was some kind of a huge success for Joe Biden, I got a monologue Saturday. I never do my monologue Saturday night for my show on Monday. Why? The news cycle's gonna change. No, I think I know the monologue for Saturday. Joe Biden taking a victory lap over this is hilarious. For what? for what having the worst senate map in, in, in modern u.s history for a party and still just a, a push at best losing the house losing school board races losing the governorship of virginia the governorship of nevada potentially the governorship of arizona the democrats said well we want governorships back to yeah in massachusetts and maryland And folks, what happened there, and there's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal about this this weekend. They call it, you know, sorting. Folks, the blue state exodus is continuing. If you want to read the piece called Blue State Exodus Helps Democratic Governors Win. The sorting process continues. The sorting process, what I mean by that and what they mean, it's an Alyssa Finley piece. uh, Alicia, Alicia Finley. It's a really good piece. The gist of it is this. This was not a big win for either party. It was unquestionably not a big win for the Republicans. But the Democrats taking a victory lap is hilarious. They almost lost the New York governorship. They lost winnable, very winnable Democrat seats in New York. They just lost another one that got called this morning in Oregon to Republicans. And you guys are taking a victory lap as if this was some kind of mammoth success. Here's what's happening here, folks. And here's what you got to prepare for in the future. There are not a lot of swing districts left. There just aren't. Computer redistricting and the continued exodus of conservatives, libertarians, and Republicans from blue states is causing a very interesting political dynamic going forward, which we damn well better get our arms around or get out of the political scene. And here's what's happening America's starting to sort itself. Republicans and conservatives are tired of it, they're tired of paying the taxes. They're tired of having their guns confiscated. They're tired of the uh, censorship. They're tired of FBI folks showing up at their door. They're tired of being targeted by blue state governors, of the lockdowns, of the masks, of the school closures, and the business closures. And they're leaving. So, what's happening is they're moving to uh, red states and making them redder. That's why Florida won by 20 points. You know, I live down here in Florida, folks. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a New Yorker who just moved down from New York who's like a fireman, a cop or a plumber who's a Republican and is just tired of New York. Just go to go to like the first watch, go to a local diner, go there for breakfast on a Sunday after church and just talk to people. It's guaranteed you're going to meet out of every 10, two to three of those people are New Yorkers or New Jersey folks moving down here to get to Sanity. So as the sorting continues, you're going to see this phenomenon. Swing states that were purple are starting to flesh out red are going to become blood red. You see it in Florida and Ohio. You're seeing it right now. People are moving there to get away from the crazy. You may say, well, Dan, that's great. Well, it is great. Your property values go up. People bring uh, you know, capital. There's uh, you know, a downside. I mean, rents get high, and Florida is, you know, people, believe me, people are moving down here fast. I mean, really fast. It's not always manageable in the short run, but in the long run, it's a good thing. But there is a downside, folks. And the downside is this. The people have to come from somewhere. It's zero sum. If one person leaves New York and moves to Florida, you can't vote in both states in the same cycle. We're not Democrats. You only get to vote once. So a conservative vote is lost in New York. So think about this. The fact that there was a mass exodus from New York Of hundreds of thousands of people who left for Florida. And yet the New York governor's race, which Cuomo won by what, 20? Was just won by only five points by the Democrats, despite a geometrically worse political situation for the Republicans who just took back four more seats. I don't really under for in New York, by the way, congressional seats. I'm I'm not really sure what you're all excited about on the left. People are evacuating your states. They hate your politics. They're making swing states, red states. The next reapportionment for Congress in 10 years is gonna, New York's probably gonna lose one or two more congressional seats and Florida's gonna gain one or two more in addition to Texas, giving them more electoral votes in the presidency. And you're celebrating this big victory that people are leaving your states because they're leaving your states. Yes, you stand a better chance of winning because there's fewer Republican voters but you've already turned swing states red and you barely held on in your governor's races in Oregon and New York, barely, and yet congressional races you've already lost in those two states, even though Republicans have largely left and you still lost. And and we're supposed to sit back here and acknowledge and with our hats in our hands, you know, peeing our diapers. Oh, my God, it's so bad. you pop. I'm not, I'm not. No, 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 I ain't doing it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Sorry. I'm not doing it. I, I, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I get this complaint. Oh, you're Joe, man. It makes me depressed when you tell us all the bad stuff. Now I'm telling you the good stuff. You are, you're freaking out over nothing. It's a push in the Senate side. It was not a great day. We won on the House side. What what are they celebrating? It's like you were favorite to beat a team by 21. You win by seven. And the other team's popping Cristal in the locker (laughs) We only lost by seven. You lost, dude. You lost. It's not over yet. The house hasn't been called because we can't count votes in the United States. But the overwhelming likelihood is that we are going to take the house. Whether you take it by one or take it by five, they're going to lose. Here's another headline from just the news, John Solomon's site. Despite mixed result midterms, conservative make gains in school board, make gains in school board races. Here are some of the states we cleaned up, South Carolina, New Jersey, North Carolina, Florida. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what we're supposed to be whining about. Folks, the Senate map was tough. If we really, really, on our worst day, we could have lost six seats. We could have. We could have gotten wiped out in Ohio and Wisconsin and a bunch of other places too, Florida. And we didn't, we held those seats. Yeah, it wasn't great. We still got a race to, to fight in Georgia. But I'll leave it with this because I'm already way over. The media and the libs are absolutely eager and salivating and, and sweating, sweating here trying to get you to be demoralized and dejected and give up. Please don't fall in the trap. I sensed it the day before the election. Go back and listen to my podcast. I sensed we were being set up, folks. And I was right. All right, more on this coming up next. We'll be right back. Helix Mattresses, I have the Midnight Lux. I love it. You'll be obsessed with it. It's fun and quick to unbox. You're going to love it. You won't believe how well you sleep, waking up feeling rested and refreshed like I did today. You are probably sensing a lot of energy because I feel great about tomorrow. Helix Sleep is a quick quiz. It matches your body type and sleep preferences as the perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique, and Helix knows that. So you have several different mattress models to choose from, and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. For a limited time, Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders. It's a big savings. And, yes, and two free pillows for listeners to this program. It's our best offer yet. So don't wait. Hurry over to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X.
1: Thankful for the right to be able to give our opinions. Happy Thanksgiving from the Dan Bongino Show.
0: You know, it was a huge news day yesterday. Obviously, the likely taking in the House by the Republicans, uh, the calling the race in favor of Katie Hobbs by the media. I'm not, I'm not done with that race yet. I I, I, need, I, need, I got some questions I need answered on, on that one. Sorry, the uh, Maricopa disaster, Katie Hobbs being in charge. There was also the um, new Jim. We got to get the uh, liner from Pete for the next break about the conspiracy theories Uh, from the file folder on the show that Jim and Mike keep. It's an old file folder, just like you used to see in the office buildings of the 60s and 70s Mad Men style from the file drawer labeled uh, new conspiracy theories. Can you please send us some stuff? Because our old one is completely empty. Okay, every conspiracy theory we have conspiracy theory we put out here on the show is now become true. As the New York Times acknowledges that yes, there were FBI informants amongst the uh, proud boys and others who they, you know, consider insurrectionists. We need new ones. I need new ones. Load them up. Load them up. Send me your conspiracy theories because all the old ones are true. But before we get to that, I'll get to that later. Uh, Biden yesterday was uh, in Indonesia, a country I'm very familiar with, Uh been there multiple times and he completely humiliated himself in the country again by genuflecting and kissing the rump of xi jinping from china didn't want to offend xi jinping of course sitting there over in china and uh he's uh, he's he says listen i was clear with xi jinping and then xi jinping is like well not really because i had a different interpretation of what happened there and then you get other clown show moments like he keeps saying I've been clear on the one China policy while he simultaneously says he'll defend Taiwan. Well, that's not the one China policy. So I don't know what uh, clear clarity or you need a you know Merriam-Webster's dictionary or whatever. But he embarrassed himself again. So Jesse Waters is on uh, The Five yesterday. He's obviously a Fox host. And he brought up another interesting component of these hierarchical media narratives. Remember, it's not hypocrisy that the media doesn't seem to care about foreign influence and potential blackmail of the Biden administration, but talks endlessly about a fake peepee tape and Russian collusion. The media only cares about fake collusion fairy tales levied against Republicans, but not actual collusion going on between members of the Biden family and foreign enemies of the United States. That's what power looks like. It's not hypocrisy to them, it's power. They're totalitarians, and when they get power, they're going to abuse it. And they're going to jam down your throat. A story, not the story. So Jesse Waters brought this up yesterday on The Five. This glaring hypocrisy of Biden kissing the butt of China's Xi Jinping yesterday in Indonesia while his son is alleged to have had some significant dealings with members of the CCP. That is the Chinese Communist Party for you liberals. And yet nobody seems to care. And yet you've still got liberal goons out there. Who will insist this day that there's a PP tape? A pee tape. But with Donald Trump in it, a germaphobe. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave the details of PP tape out because one, it's not real and there are no details, it's fake. But liberal media goons still believe it. So again, there's actual collusion out there. The collusion story is real, it just involves Joe Biden. Anyway, I'd like you to uh, like you to check this out. There's Jesse Waters yesterday on the five. Take a listen.
2: Do you remember all that talk about whether that the Russians had dirt on Donald Trump and that was maybe affecting his policies? Why don't we ever hear about maybe the fact that the Chinese have dirt on Joe Biden, if that's affecting his policies? Do you remember the amount of pressure Donald Trump was under? To constantly have to confront Vladimir Putin to his face, hold him accountable for interfering in the election. Did you ask him if he interfered? Did you, did you confront him about interfering? And he's like, yes, I did fi- it. I did it. I, 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 did, it. He said he didn't I did it. I did it. And then finally, no, there's no pressure except maybe from this show for the mm-hmm. president of the United States to confront Xi on all of these deaths. If you add up COVID and fentanyl, you're talking over a million American deaths
0: fentanyl he goes on to talk about other things i had to cut it short for radio but the origins of the coronavirus which clearly appear to have emanated from a wuhan lab controlled by the chinese communist party i mean these are all things we'd love to get an answer to no 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 you wouldn't i'd like those answers did biden get any of those answers yesterday no did he even seem interested in those answers hell no he's not answered he's not interested in these at all It, it it's it's weird it seems like international influence peddling schemes and foreign interference in US election schemes are only crimes when you falsely accuse Republicans of them. Strange, right? You know, we forget the General Mike Flynn story. Remember General Flynn, Trump's uh, national security advisor for just a couple of weeks before the whole disaster started with the attack on him. Remember the charge against him that he had lobbied on behalf of a Turkish citizen but failed to fill out the requisite fair reforms. And that was worthy of a federal investigation destroying the man's reputation, which is really crazy because Joe Biden's son is alleged to have taken a very expensive diamond from someone connected to the Chinese Communist Party. And we have texts. Nobody's refuting the authenticity of between him and Hunter Biden's little like fang fang type Swalwell like secretary, if you know what I mean. But some of you are probably hearing about this for the first time on this radio show because the media because it's a hierarchy they're at the top in a totalitarian regime they love and they'll tell you a story not the story and if us story doesn't benefit them they'll make the story go away Why am I bringing this up now about Biden and Xi yesterday Xi Jinping because international influence peddling and dark money in politics, if you're, a, by the way, if you're a Democrat right now, you understand like you're just getting worked. That was a thing in Queens. Like, and I'm not talking about like that RuPaul song. You're just getting, like, that guy got worked. That would have been said at basketball, baseball, if he struck out on three pitches. If a guy dunked on you, hey, man, he got worked. You're just getting worked by these guys. It's really almost like hilarious if it wasn't so destructive to our collective prosperity. You suckers falling for this, but I love when these goons tell you stuff like Trump colluded with the Russians. They make it up and you like thirsty dog oh, doggy I lick from the bowl, doggy. You're like little dogs. You suck it up like dogs, like dopey clown dogs, like dogs with clown suits on. You will believe anything. You are so stupid. You will believe anything. I'm sorry. to. If this offends you, it's supposed to. Damn, this is, you're not being delicate, but he said, but I don't care. Zero Fs to give. I don't care. You are idiots. You were told this collusion thing, which is absolutely fake, was a huge deal we should impeach a president over. Now you have actual collusion right here. The son of a president who unquestionably colluded selling his dad's name when he was the vice president. With the nuclear-armed, weaponized enemy of the United States and China. And you don't give a damn. You have zero principles about it at all. Zero. Zero. And don't lecture me on any of this stuff. Whoa, you guys are the same. No, no, we're not the same. That's ch- You're just a loser. No, no, we're not the same. You're the loser. You know what? When Trump ran for office, I'm a big Trump supporter. You know that. But when he ran for office the first time... And there was a debate with the Planned Parenthood comment. I said something on my show. You can go back and listen. I didn't agree with criminal justice reform. That was a Trump thing. You know why? Because I have some freaking principles on politics and ideology. It means something to me. Liberalism means nothing. You guys are total fakes and frauds. Every single cell of your being is fraudulent. You claim to care about foreign interference... While you support a guy for president who you absolutely know foreign governments have interfered in our government using his kid, and you don't care at all. Just admit you're a fake. Just admit you're a fake. You'd be doing me and the country a huge favor. Here's another one. I told you I'd get to this yesterday. Democrats and libs, biggest fake frauds ever. Listen, man, dark money, big problem in politics. Dark money, dark money. Really? Because it's interesting. I was reading a story at Red State yesterday about this guy SBF. SBF. He must have been really important. He goes by SBF, not his actual name, Samuel Bankman Freed. Talk about dark money. You got this guy, Samuel, who donated thirty eight million dollars to Democrats. Oh, and by the way, his crypto exchange company FTX is having real problems right now. Looks like it could go down in flames. And there have been some credible allegations of shenanigans. Does that was that some dark dark dark, 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 dark thought <laughs> oh, that was yeah, uh... but uh... Oh yeah. I thought that was a big deal. I thought, that was a big, I, I thought dark money was a big deal. You see, I, unlike you, I actually care about the influence of money in politics. And I think you should be able to give money to whoever you want in politics because I believe in free speech and the Democrats should do the same. It's not going to per- lead to a perfect system, but it's better than the system we have now. And you know what? I stand for it. I believe in it. I'm willing to debate it. It's an imperfect system, but it's less imperfect than what we have now. Now we have ridiculous limits and disclosure requirements which forces people to do what? Just go and start, you know, anonymous PACs and spend the money elsewhere. You're not dealing with good or bad choices. You're dealing with bad and worse choices. Wake up, Libs. This is the real world. Grow up. Change your freaking diaper sometime. It's pathetic. Dark money? I don't want to hear a peep out of you morons again about dark money on the left. You just took $38 million In a crypto bro's money here. And again, I'm not knocking the crypto. I like crypto. I'm knocking the bro. You took his money. Where is it now? What about all the crypto holders out there who had their money on the exchange who can't get it out? You're going to get that money back to them? This guy, SBF, the FTX guy, the crypto bro. This guy was the second biggest donor to Democrats. You're going to lecture us about dark money? You can take your ass and sit in a chair and shut up. I'm really, I got zero time for you. As in Zippo time on the Zippo scale. Zero. You have no credibility at all. Guy donates to Democrats. Nobody seems to care. apparently, And again, I just want to be clear because we actually do facts here unlike the pseudo-journalists out there. The allegations are that this guy donated a lot to Democrats. That we, we know is true. We know Democrats and a lot of Republicans, too, then sent a lot of money to Ukraine. Ukraine's denying this, but it's an allegation that Ukraine was then using FTX as some way to process some of the money being sent to Ukraine. Ukraine denies it, but that story's out there now, too going to look into it don't we deserve to know it's kind of like only our taxpayer dollars right jim cue up for me cut three if you would i was going to hold this to the next segment but it's important here you know citadel this is ken griffin he's the ceo of citadel not the citadel citadel company here's ken griffin ken griffin and i want you to listen to the moderator's response to this who's shocked he would say this ken griffin brings this up that this guy sbf Samuel Bankman freed who ran FTX his company donated to Democrats here he is Ken Griffin bringing up the fact that the uh they allegedly had some line item in their business here that was called like defeat Trump or something I want you to listen to the moderators like uh, 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 someone got some orange juice here check this out that all of us
2: are worried about you know on the balance sheet of FTX is a line called Trump lose and Sam was the second biggest donor to Democratic candidates I'm going to leave it to everybody else to draw their own conclusions about what you're saying here. Right. Those are, those are really, really ugly facts. When you see a fraud of this magnitude having played out and you find no regulators were there to prevent it. That's a really, really tough story. We could talk for quite a while about FTX.
0: I love it. The, the moderator's is about to like wet his diaper because meanwhile, keep in mind if the roles were reversed, And there was a defeat Biden line on Ken Griffin, who I believe is a Republican daughter. If they was if that was found on CEO's books, it'd be a story on the front page of every national newspaper today. I'm not letting the story go. I'm not letting the story go at all. You want to lecture us about dark money? All right, let's have a conversation about your dark money because it seems really dark right now. And it seems like a lot of money. How deep does this go, by the way? You know who our Bella advisors are? And libs don't like to talk about that either i'll get to that after the break and a hysterical story by the bible of the left playbook that seems to have lost perspective completely and missed the humor in this story we'll be right back folks the inventor and ceo my pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems you ever picked up a towel picked up a, a towel set because it felt really soft in the store But when you go to use it, it doesn't absorb anything. Well, it kind of defeats the purpose, right? It's a towel. You don't want a towel leaving you out to dry. Get it? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels at work. I know it's mind-blowing. These things are super absorbent. We love them. They actually dry you well. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. Pick them all up. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.96 with the promo code Dan. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Radio Listeners Special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this incredible offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listeners Special, and enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982. 800-637-4982. Use promo code DAN. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code DAN. Uh, Thanks, MyPillow.
1: constantly on the lookout for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones are coming true the dan bongino show
0: folks you're here to fight man you're here to fight i'm really sorry but you're here to fight i'm sorry i'm sorry to have to because there's nothing i'd like to tell you more than you know what in the end good ideas are going to win out people yearn for freedom and liberty we'll all be free in the end ah man i'm not writing some Robert Frost poetry book here. I'm gonna tell you about the real world. In the real world, you're gonna have to fight for every inch, this is trench warfare, man. This is World War I like trench warfare, where every inch of ground you fight for, you could lose three inches the next day, and you wind up losing a lot of bodies in doing it. That's the kind of political warfare you're involved in. You think the other side's messing around? I told you, man, they got their asses kicked in three consecutive presidential elections, Reagan, Reagan, Bush, and a couple of Democrats, a small number of them like, oh, my gosh, this may be over for us. You know what they did? They reorganized. They got themselves together, formed this Democrat Leadership Council. Again, you can look all this up and move forward and wound up winning two consecutive presidential elections and wound up working back towards majorities, too, in the other, uh, in the, on the Congress. There's no time to give up. You know, I'm a, I'm a sinner, man. I've said that many times. I have all the foibles and weaknesses. Everyone else listening to the show does as well. Fight them every single day. It ain't easy, but we do it. And sometimes I talk about faith and religion on the show because it matters to me. And some people don't like it and some people do, but that's his show. And it's not much I'm gonna do to change it now. But I'm absolutely convinced Because it seems to be a common theme of all the world's great religions that there is a second creation out there and this ain't it. It's not. So what I don't get is, you know, we don't get the result we like and someone out there wants to give up or you're looking at giving up or your friends and family are giving up. I'm not. You're going to have to present your resume for freedom and liberty when you go up to the pearly gates and meet your your maker. And what are you going to say? I gave up because... We pushed in the Senate and won the House in, in, 20, in 2022, but we just didn't win by margins large enough. No, oh, I ain't doing that. You know, it reminds me, remember Braveheart? Stop, man! Do not flee! Remember? Remember one of my favorite movies ever? By the way, I watched that Top Gun Maverick again this weekend. I got a little bored. That. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I always forget you have that. This is oh, man. Do not believe. And man, I'll tell you that scene at the end where they take out that little nuclear bunker with them jets has to be one of the greatest action movie scenes I have ever seen in a movie. Holy Moses. That was the second time I saw it. Talk about a pro America movie, right? Finally woke Hollywood. And it it made a lot of money too. should have sent a message, but they're idiots out in the entertainment community. But I sat down and watched it again this weekend and I was like, damn, that's a good movie. I needed a little bit of that. But don't flee. Let me tell you something that happened this week and I heard a lot of this with swampies. I deal with a lot of swampies. I wish I didn't have to, but I do. A lot of them call me, their staffs call me. Some of them wanna be on the show. I don't like swampies too much. I tolerate them though because unfortunately we need them, especially with a slim majority, right? But swampies are looking at two things right now. They want to throw two people under the bus or throw two things under the bus, a person and and an issue. The swampy narrative going forward is going to be Trump sucks. Trump did it and abortion did it. And you see, if we just would have backed off on abortion, we would have won. Well, let's address that right now. Number one, the Trump thing is nonsense, okay? Okay. Um, Donald Trump, even in the last presidential cycle, which didn't work out our way, we did pretty darn well in the House. And when Donald Trump was on the ballot in Pennsylvania, this thing happened, Jim. We won Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pennsylvania called fool's gold for a long time. That doesn't mean that candidates he endorsed all did great. And that doesn't mean we should hold anyone up in a sycophantic manner beyond the reproach or criticism But the narrative that people are putting out there, even some friends of mine, by the way, just eagerly, oh, Trump did it. He destroyed everything. Oh, my gosh, it's over. Uh, It's just overwrought nonsense. We've heard it all before, which is strange because some of these same people, when they uh, need to raise their profiles or raise money, go to who? They go to Trump to do it. So that's kind of lame. So let's just throw that out right away. But the second narrative I want to address because this is important. And every conservative talk radio show out there is probably going to hit this as well because it's critical. There's a swampy narrative out there that abortion, oh gosh, abortion did a sin. If we just wouldn't have had the Dobbs decision and overturned Roe v. Wade, oh my gosh, we would have we'd had such a better cycle. That's crap. That's garbage. That's garbage. Get out of the party if you believe that. Get the hell out of the party today. You're wasting my time. Oh my gosh, how dare you talk to me like that? Because I can, and I will. This party means something. We are here to defend human life. I love the fact that we fight for economic prosperity and low tax rates. I love the fact that we fight for a strong military capable of defending us when our two oceans and our landmass may let us down. I love the fact that we fight for school choice so that every kid can go and get a high quality, good education to advance their chances at prosperity. I love the fact that we fight for patient-directed and controlled healthcare so a government bureaucrat can't tell you when and where to get your chest cracked open. I love that. I love that we fight to eliminate government red tape and allow people to prosper without some bureaucrat breathing down their neck. But let me tell you something, man. If we don't fight for human life in the womb, the most defenseless, this movement is freaking useless and I don't wanna be a part of it. And all the loser talk out there right now that, oh gosh, you know what? We won in the courts on the abortion issue finally, finally, eliminating the stain on human life that Roe v. Wade was, and all the gripers, the whiners, the bitchers, and the moaners out there screaming and moaning about how we won on the abortion issue and it cost us a few seats. You know what? Get the F out of the party. Because the Democrats don't think like that. Losers do. Losers the Democrats wanted to change the United States permanently with Obamacare. They knew once they did the shift, once they moved the, uh, the country through the Medicaid expansion mechanisms and the subsidies on to government-sponsored and government-backed health care, the Democrats knew it would never go away because once you get a benefit, it's almost impossible to get rid of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw it. I saw it, I smelled it, I was there. These people knew damn well it was gonna cost them everything in the house. And it did. We had the Tea Party Revolution, and let me tell you something. They did it anyway. Because they play the long game, bro. They play the long game. You wanna win? You wanna send the Freedom Train back to the Freedom Station? and stop just trying to slow it down, then you better well start playing the long game too. We got rid of a black moral stain on our country. The darkest stain we have, the the abomination that is abortion. The termination of human life in the womb on a mass scale. And we took a major step Towards shutting this business down, at least at the state level, there are going to be other states. They turned it back over to states that are going to terminate human life in the womb and mass now. But we finally got rid of it, and and we're going to win. We're going to win the house, and not or and. And you're upset because of the abortion issue. Because what we didn't win by more. The Democrats got freaking wiped out over Obamacare, and they knew it. Wiped out. It was the genesis of the Tea Party revolution. And I'm telling you right now, not one of those SOBs would turn around on the Democrat side and rewrite the past if they could. Oh, well, wouldn't those seats back in the past just get rid of Obamacare? I'm telling you for a fact, take this check to the bank, cash it, and spend the damn money. Not one of those Democrats would give that back. Tell me again how we're losing, how we should all give up and go home and take our toys and start peeing in our diapers. That's bullshit. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I'm sure there's some other hosts out there who will feed into the apocalyptic everything sucks narrative. I told you last week on my Fox show, and this, this I'm losing track of time. This, this week's uh, uh, unfiltered. Things haven't gotten bad enough yet. But they will. But they will. And when you, when you hit the bottom of that valley, then you'll look up and see how majestic and high those mountains really are. You're just not there yet. Swing state Democrats are not there yet. They have not felt the pain enough. They wanted, remember the old adage? You want democracy, you'll, you'll get it good and hard. They're getting it good and hard right now. And let me tell you something. They're going to get it gooder and harder. I don't wish ill on anyone, folks. I mean that. I read that gospel in the beginning of the show, and I meant it. I don't wish ill on anyone. Crime is a scourge. No one. I don't care what your politics are. You don't deserve to get raped, robbed, murdered. That's for, that's, that's for morons. But you chose this. You want a democracy good and hard and you're going to get it. I want you to listen to this local news report out of KGO out of San Francisco. It's for our KSFO crowd specifically. Hat tip to you all out in San Francisco. Where we're uh, one of our bigger stations. So a wedding photographer was at the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco. The middle of the day, by the way. Beautiful area, taking pictures for a wedding. That's why people go there for wedding pictures. You want democracy good and hard? This is what it sounds like. Check this out
2: armed robbers
1: targeted two photographers at San Francisco's Palace of Fine Arts. One victim from Dallas was shooting engagement photos on Wednesday. You can see he was attacked and pistol whipped.
2: He wrestled his gear away from the suspect and told me he will never shoot at the popular tourist destination again. I also spoke to another photographer from the Bay Area who witnessed another photographer be robbed at gunpoint the same day at the Palace of Fine Arts. Here you see a suspect run away with a gear bag. Both incidents were reported
1: to SFPD.
0: That's what getting democracy good and hard looks like. I wish that man the best. I wish that didn't happen to you. If I was there and I was still a police officer, I would have done my best to stop it or lock those guys up, but I don't do that anymore. I'm here behind a microphone. They haven't gotten it good and hard enough, but they will. Thanks for listening to this special edition of The Dan Bongino Show, featuring the best segments from the podcast and radio show over the past two weeks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with a brand new episode this Monday, the 28th. Until then, happy Thanksgiving and have a great weekend.
1: You just heard The Dan Bongino Show.